Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Hi, I'm Linda with It's a Crime and today we're going to be talking about the Harley Dilly case. I did do a video before on that. You can see it right here, but I did promise that I will do an update. So here is that updated video. Now, as you most likely know, 14-year-old and fellow YouTuber Harley Dilly of Port Clinton, Ohio was found deceased on January 14th, 2020. Harley was found in a vacant house across from his own home. Now, the coroner ruled Harley's cause of death as compressive asphyxia. And that is when respiration is prevented by external pressure on the body. So police believe that Harley climbed up on an antenna tower and then went down the chimney. They believed that Harley pushed his coat and glasses through the chimney flue on the second floor. Now, the chief said during a news conference that the chimney was blocked between the first and second floors. And that's what led him to getting stuck. And they also believe the boy was able to push his coat and glasses through a chimney flue into the second floor room, like I mentioned. Although the chief did not detail how exactly that would have happened or why investigators believe he took this action. That'd be interesting to know, but... I saw the live footage the night that they found him and they went in at around four o'clock on January 13th and then they did a bunch of investigation. Obviously, they went and searched the house. Now, I saw them through the window in the live feed and they were showing them climbing up ladders. They had masks on. They were. It looked like they were scraping walls. I'm not too sure. And you could see the jacket that looked like Harley's, which it ended up being, it is Harley's jacket. It was hanging right in front of that window. So you could see it right there. Now about the owners of this house, they are in their 80s and it said they lived in Avon. Now they said, and I quote, our family is heartbroken over this, not just because it's in our house, but because of the, the outcome is not what everybody had hoped for. And this is, his name was Jim and he asked that we not use his last name. So Jim said that the home belonged to his family since the house was built in 1852, but no one has really lived it in full time for many years. The family occasionally uses it as a weekend vacation home during the summer and it was under renovation. He said no one had been in it since mid-November. Now he also says, and I quote, I was quite confident that there was no way anybody got in that house or they would have been able to tell because it was pretty secure. And the owners were stunned when Clinton police contacted them asking for keys to get inside and information about the home's layout and renovation details. He said it would be extremely difficult to enter the home through the chimney as police believe Harley tried to do. And this is what he also says in quotes, there was no openings in that chimney other than like eight inch di diameter openings in different places throughout, you know, on the first floor and the second floor for a stove pipe to get into it. He also said that the home does not have a fireplace. And he says the chimney hasn't been used in years. So there used to be a gas stove that went into it and there's been nothing since. 
Now, police said the opening was 9 by 13, and they stated that Harley was only 100 pounds and was 4 foot 9. And I wondered, you know, I wondered, I mean, maybe it's possible to get in it when you're super skinny, right? And obviously. And I wondered if anybody could hear him screaming, but I was talking it over with my hubby, and he said, well, if he's screaming, it might make him more stuck, you know, because... His chest is compressing, so it was just awful to think about. The family who owns the home said they didn't have plans to return to it until early part of spring. And although the home was across the street, the, Jim says that the family does not know Harley or the Dilly family. Now, there is a petition going around, and people are upset at the entire situation because the area was searched, and it was day 25 that police went back into the area and requested to go into the house. The police did say that they went first there. There was no signs of entering the house. They said that the windows were locked and the doors were locked, no signs of entry, etc. Now, there is a petition at change.org for negligence charges for Harley Dilly's parents. They state that Harley disappeared Friday, December 20th on his way to school and was not reported missing to police by parents for 41 hours. It also says, we believe the parents are negligent in their failure to report him missing and need to be charged under Ohio's child neglect laws. We believe it is clear negligence to not report your child missing for such a long time. Now, so far at the time of this video, there has been 26,769 signatures out of the requested 35,000. What's interesting is that apparently this petition had a different name on it and she was claiming that she worked for EquiSearch, which Tim Miller, who is the director and founder, went to the Port Clinton Facebook page and has on there that she has never been an employee and that he doesn't and will not support this petition. So I found that really interesting. There's also, when I was reading the petition, there's also what I believe is an error on it. It states that Harley is low-functioning autistic, but in the police report, Harley's dad, Marcus, says that he's high-functioning and has ADHD. I did see one video mentioning about Harley having autism, but they didn't, but they said they didn't have it medically confirmed. Now, I want to point this out. Harley was found in that space and it was said that it was 9 by 13 inches in that chimney. And people who are on the autism spectrum might also have spatial awareness issues. I'm not saying everybody because once you meet one person with autism, you meet one person with autism, which means that everybody is different. One person has this, the other person ha could have that. It, it all differs. I'm saying he could have. Now, I'm going to read you this, okay? An individual with autism might also experience difficulties with spatial awareness and with balance. This means that rooms might feel smaller or larger than they actually are. It also can explain why some people with autism might rock, sway, or spin. So, he may have miscalculated the opening and went in and unfortunately got stuck. So now, people have taken up protesting 
right where Harley was found. And there were 12 people, according to what I read, who were protesting. Two people have been arrested in the in trespassing. Apparently, they waved signs at people passing in cars and called out justice for Harley. One protester who was holding a 9 by 13 frame said, we aren't here to hurt anyone or cause problems. We are just here to get answers so we have a community that is at ease and at peace. Now, Port Clinton Police Chief Rob Hickman was there and sat in his vehicle. And he declined to comment on the investigation, but said he was near the house Sunday to ensure things were peaceful. He did say, though, that their theory is we screwed up the investigation. People are entitled to their opinion, but there is only so much we can say right now. He said, I feel the worst for the family right now. They aren't allowed to grieve Harley. Now, I watched Chief Hickman, and he put out an update each day, and he was visibly upset when they found Harley. And I don't doubt that people searched high and low for him. I mean, how's somebody going to know he's in the chimney, right? So I understand there's, there's emotions are running high. Now, I can say what the effect has on first responders because I have people close to me that are in this field of work. Now, it is traumatic for them to see what they see, especially when it comes to children. So people supporting the Dilly family and Port Clinton police also showed up holding up signs, criticizing the protesters. And again, I could see how people are upset. I mean, he was found right across the street and, and it's just super tragic. Chief Hickman stated that the officers had searched the area around the residence multiple times in recent weeks, but initially did not go inside because the home was locked and shown signs of no forced entry. He said officers entered the home at 4 p.m. January 13 as part of efforts to re-canvas the neighborhood. Initially, no one was found inside, but officers found the youth's glasses and maroon jacket he was last seen wearing on the second floor next to a brick chimney. And police in Port Clinton released the police report. It was made by Harley's father, Marcus. So on Friday, December 20th in the morning is when Harley was last seen. And December 21st, that Saturday evening, close to midnight is when it was reported. Now I do want to mention that the parents did say that it was not unlike Harley to leave for a night when he's angry, but he always typically comes back in the morning. And on it, it was stated that Harley was re first reported missing by his father at the Port Clinton Police Department at 11.50 p.m. Saturday night over one day after he was last seen. Harley's father reported him missing because he was concerned about the length of time his son had been gone from home. Harley was with several of his friends Thursday night. It also says on the morning of the day Harley was last seen, he tried to stay home from school and told his mother he didn't feel well. Before Harley went missing, he had broken his phone and was angry because his parents would not get him a new one. Harley was living with ADHD and autism, according to his father. He said Harley is high-functioning and very smart. And we can see this in his videos that he's super smart kid. I can go more into this report if you'd like. Just let me know in the comments below. Now, there was almost $20,000 raised in the search for Harley, and some of that money went to the funeral expenses, and the rest went to the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. A business owner and a volunteer search organizer are also creating a scholarship fund called Harley's Project 236, and it says it will try to bring light to so many things are wrong in this world and beat back the darkness little by little. Now, Harley's visitation 
is on January 25th from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. and funeral services will be private at a later date. When I read his obituary, it really struck me. I hope I can read this without choking up, but it's, it's beautiful. It says, Harley was a freshman at Port Clinton High School and enjoyed various sports, gaming, robotics, making YouTube videos, and singing. He always felt like he was the underdog, and as a result, he had a very giving heart and became very brave. He hated to make mistakes and was inspired to become a counselor or a leader in the future. And then it says, and this just warms my heart, Did you ever find a penny while walking through town? Harley would drop pennies while walking as pennies from heaven for other people. He had a soft heart and wanted to be a blessing to other people. Every year during Christmas holiday season, he would volunteer to ring the bell for the Salvation Army. He was a loving son, brother, and grandson and will be deeply missed by his family and friends. I am going to leave some of the links below to the articles, his obituary, and that kind of thing. Funeral arrangements were announced and visitation is January 25th from 11 to 3, like I mentioned, and his funeral will be held at a later date and will be private. Let me know in the comments below what you think. Thank you so much for all of you who have subscribed to my channel. I super appreciate you and super appreciate your kind words. They have not gone unnoticed. Please click the like button and also click that subscribe button if you haven't done so already and please share this video out. Thank you so much for watching. See you soon. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.